Well, good morning. morning. Wonderful to be here. 35 years ago, I was here as a youth pastor and a pastor of family life. Didn't stay very long. Stayed about a year, maybe a year and a half. And um, was uh, called to uh, Elam Bible Institute up in Rochester, New York, to bring the CHIPS ministry, which was a ministry I founded in 1981 for single parents and children. And uh, the Lord uh, allowed me to minister around the world to single parents and kids, wounded children. My heart ached for the wounded. And uh, to bring the heart of the Father was a real blessing for me at that stage of my life to be able to uh, be here. And then there was, there was some diamonds that came from this, and Rick was one of them, and Gary Wilson was another one of them. And... Uh, when I was here, they, they got saved in the youth group, and it was, it was pretty amazing time and season for us. And when I think about it now, you know, God doesn't waste anything, and it, it's truly amazing. And I, I ministered for 40 years. I, I pastored for 40 years, and um, I just retired a few years back uh, from uh, the local church. But, you know, the remnant that's here, as far as I'm concerned, is an incredible remnant uh, with my family, Joey and his family being here, um, my niece Laura uh, being here, this being a church that has uh, nestled around my family and, you know, that the Lord brought me here 35 years ago and in, in, in leaving, uh, there, it's still here, something's still here and, and uh, to be a part of it, and I, I'm so blessed to see the faithfulness of this 50-year-old guy. He, he's been so faithful uh, to carry this work. And let me tell you something, this work was not an easy work for anyone to carry, especially back when I was here and after I was here. And I commend you, uh, Kim and, and Rick, you are something else. Uh, since I was here last, as I said, I retired and uh, from, from ministry. I was up in Rochester. I had a church in the hood in Rochester, New York. And, uh, you know, coming from the Bronx, it's no problem because I don't dance with devils. I, 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 you know, we deal with them in the name of the Lord. But uh, I had a, a wonderful church up there, which I uh, handed over to a younger man. And um, we, we uh, left and went to Florida to live. And when I went to Florida, uh, an extraordinary thing happened. They, I, I got a job with the New York Yankees. And uh, I'm from the Bronx, New York, uh, you know, and uh, I, I couldn't, couldn't believe it that the Lord, after I retired at 40 years in, in ministry, takes me and puts me working with the New York Yankees. It, w it was like, this can't be real, you know. So <laughs> for three years, I worked with Aaron Judge and uh, uh, Greg Bird and Severino and all the young guys that were down there. Uh, as a security guard, I was, and I was blessed to be able to share Christ with them. They came over and actually ate pizza, um, pasta at my house uh, with my wife, and, uh, but it was a great season, uh, uh, left, left there, and it, it, it's been an up and down season for, for me and my bride. My bride, uh, Susan, uh, would you just stand up there, lovely lady, 45 years I'm married to this beautiful woman. Um, she, she is a miracle. Uh, she's had two brain aneurysms 
put in an ICU for 10 days both times. And uh, while we were down in Florida, uh, they said uh, her aneurysm was going to bleed again. And uh, so my daughters, who are nurses and one nurse practitioner, uh, got on the horn and, and searched at John Hopkins. It was a place that um, does uh, incredible stuff with aneurysms. And uh, they put stents in her brain. And she has no deficiency at all. I mean, a miracle. It's, it's just a miracle. Yeah, really incredible. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And I'm grateful for, um, you know, just to be able to uh, speak to the generations that God has allowed me to, the privilege to uh, be a generational speaker. I, I can speak to kids and I could speak to the adults. And I, I so enjoy it. My, my ministry was founded on wounded children and wounded parents, single parents. And uh, so I, I have a heart for them. And, and the beauty of uh, this season of my life is that uh, I, I got a chance just last week to speak to my 13 and 14-year-old granddaughters in their youth group. You know, and uh, the, the word of the Lord to me was that I was going to speak to all the generations and, and make known the faithfulness of God with my mouth. And when I, when I spoke to them and they were there, it, it was just, just a highlight of, of just like, you know, God just blessing a, a moment that was so incredible. And it was in my daughter's church. Who She's the pastor with her husband. They're pastoring this church uh, that I was uh, an associate pastor uh, there. And I left and my daughter never left. And for 30 years, she's been in that church. And now they're the senior leaders of the church. And uh, she started right on this, right here. She was five years old when I got here. And I used to lead worship with Phil. That's how old I am. We're, we're filled up. I mean, he's still banging on stuff, that guy. Yeah, just fantastic. But um, I led worship, and my daughter came up as we were, we were practicing, and she said, I want to sing. And I said, what, what do you want to sing? She said, I want to sing Jesus Loves Me. I said, okay, well, good, sing. And she goes, no, no, when the people all come, I want to sing. <laughs> and here she is now, the fiery preacher of God that uh, shares the Word of God with such passion, and I'm, I'm so blessed. So, I mean, to bring you up to date, that's a little bit of bringing you up to date where uh, Pastor Tony is. I don't remember how long it's been since I've been here, but uh, too long probably. I, I, I need to be more conscious of getting back here. But time does fly. Do you know that? And, and uh, time goes forward. It, it, doesn't, it, it never goes backward. It, it's just like forward. And uh, you, you can't stop it. It just kind of gets crazy. Getting old is like crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm, it's crazy. I mean, I got, I got aches and pains where I never had aches and pains in my life. And it's, it's amazing to me. You know, my wife says to me, you sound like your mother. Because I get up, I go, oh, that, ah, ah, ooh. You know, so what's the matter? I, I really don't know what's the matter. I think it's when I was in high school, I broke my foot, I took the cast off about two weeks ahead of the doctor telling me because I was so cool, get the cast. Now I'm like, oh my God, what the heck is that? It's, it's, it's my old age, it's just a terrible thing. And uh, uh, you know, the scripture, the scripture says that uh, the righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, they will still yield fruit 
in old age. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It also says that she'll be full of sap and very green. So I'll be a little sappy today. We'll be a little sappy. But getting old is an incredible experience. And one of the things I want to share with you this morning is something that all of us want. We want this desperately in our lives and can't seem to find it, can't seem to uh, manage it well. And all of us, uh, we, we, we uh, hinder the progress of our life, the health of our life, because we, we don't allow ourselves to have margin. Margin. Margin is, in, in a notebook, margin is extra space. Extra space where you, 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 you save it for when you need to write something down. You don't fill the margin up. You keep the margin separate. Many of us fail to know how to manage margin. We, we, we're, we're so busy with life. This life at this season, it's just, it's, it's so uh, moving. And uh, we as, as older folks, you know, you look at the generations now and it's like, whoa, it's really sped up. And uh, it's, it's really a challenge for people to be able to do what they feel like they want to do or what God is asking them to do. You know, I'm so grateful that the shepherds had some margin to the place where they went after and looked for the child Jesus. You know, they could have argued and said, I got so many sheep over here, I got a headache. I, 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 where am I going? I can't go over there. For, uh, what the, this child is wrapped in swaddling clothes. You got to be kidding me. You know, um, no, they, 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 they uh, truly it was an experience of heaven. I mean, opening up, but to, to, the ability for them to say, let's go see this thing. Some of us can't, let's go see this thing. We got so many things going on. We got time to do things that you wanted to do is just not part of the program. But margin is extra space, giving yourself breathing room, space to breathe, space to take your time and enjoy life. Not only smell the roses, you can't even see the roses. You're going so fast by them, you don't even get a chance to see them. To be able to just enjoy your life and have that space to breathe. I want to do, but I got no time. I got no space. And you put pressure on yourself and you don't want to miss out and you want to be like the other people and, and finances and everything starts grabbing hold of you and driving you and you, you miss out on the beauty of life, my brothers and sisters. You, you miss out on enjoying one another. The gifts that surround you. Point number one is the momentum of life can cause you to miss the moments of life. You can miss out on the moments of life that are so precious because you can't make that birthday party. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm so tired. I, I can't make that situation. And, and you find yourself missing out on the important things of life because of a crazy schedule. You, you think of the memories that you have that are precious to you. They were probably in the margin. They were in the margin when you created memories. You, you took the time to go to visit family, to be with family, to be with your friends, to be with your loved ones, to spend time with God Almighty. 
precious memories, moments happen in the margin. I, I was with my nephew Joseph and when Shane got married yesterday, what a wonderful uh, time that was. But we, we were up at, at Joey's place and he, he took some, uh, a crossbow with Shane and said, Uncle Anthony, come out and watch. We're going to shoot, you know, and my goodness, they were shooting like clusters, you know, just incredible. And then he said something to me and it, it just struck me, you know, he said, here's his boy getting married that day. And he said, Uncle Anthony, the time I had with Shane in hunting was the most precious time for us. The times when we were alone, just teaching him how to hunt and all that. that you, you put your phone down and, and you, you went out with, with your, your boy. You know, you know my, grand, my grandson Chase just sent me a picture on Facebook. He caught his first bass with his dad out in the pond where his dad caught the first bass in his life. And now he's taking him, you know, he, he's a hunter too, you know. I, I, I wasn't a hunter, I was a, a lover, really. But... <laughs> The, they, they go hunting, and, and, I, and I'm sure just, just to think about no phone, no people, no horns beeping, just walking. You know, I'm a Bambi guy, so I don't want to get into that, but, but, I, but I love to eat the meat of... Uh, yeah, I do. But, yeah. I never knew a backstrap in my life, but, but it's... Uh, but moments happen in the margin. And you don't want to miss moments. At 74 years old now, I, I find myself just thinking, my, as I get closer to, to, to being with the Lord, I, I, I say to myself, I don't want, what do I need to do? What am, I don't want to say, I wish I did this, I wish I did that. I want to be near my kids. I want to be near my grandkids. My wife and I, we can't get enough of them, especially my wife. She's, a, she's just incredible with, uh, with the grandchildren. And, and, and me, I'm, I'm learning more and more to, to, to do. But we, we live with our daughter, uh, uh, who's pastoring the church while she is a nurse practitioner and uh, with four girls on the 14. And uh, she asked if we would come and live with her. You know, I, she's, she's a very smart girl, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're there helping out and I'm driving, we're driving the gymnastics and we're picking up a little hot soccer and we're, but I love, I love every minute of being with, with my, uh, the kids. So I want to make the, I, I want to make sure, and I don't, I wish I, I did more when I was 50. You know, I, just, I wish I took, the, you know, the time when I was 50 and I, I challenged Rick and, and Michael, uh, that, you know, ministry is, could be all-consuming, folks. We, we minister to you, and, and look how many of you there are, and look how many of them there is. And, you know, if we don't have a team around us, ministry can consume us. This church that I had in the hood was all-consuming. I spent my life there. I, I, I was spent in, in, in leaving. We built a dream center. It was just most. It was an incredible experience. A multicultural church, and sharing the Father heart of God with the multicultural church. It was. It was wonderful to love on those people. But it took everything out of me. And and I realized that. What I would give to the people, was was not my first. It was, first was to my God. 
second was to my family, and the overflow was to the people. I had more than enough because I loved my God, and I loved my family. And the ministry came out of it in a natural way. And I would always keep that as a priority, you know. So moments happen in the margin. Secondly, is the pace that you're going at now sustainable? Uh, do you ever find rest? The Sabbath was made for rest. And, and the Lord didn't make the Sabbath to show you that he needed rest. He didn't need rest. You need rest. And uh, it's to stop, to cease. That Friday evening to Saturday, with how the Jewish people kept the Sabbath with the law. All well-being depends on rest. All well-being depends on rest. Can you find rest for your soul? Do you have rest in your margin? Times when your body, your soul, your mind can recover from the hecticness of life? Or are you spinning out of control? Driven, not led by the Spirit. The Spirit doesn't drive you. It leads you. And it, it's a beautiful experience walking with God by the Spirit of the Lord. To be able to have the Spirit of the Lord living in us, leading us. It's so incredible. To be able to have uh, that time when margin creates a time for us to recover. To recover in, in the, our strength and, and heal our emotions. That our emotions for many, many people are at such a high level. That you, you, you can't get that, that, those emotions down to the place where the Spirit of the Lord could give you peace. You, it's, you're overly, overly uh, anxious. You're uh, overly fearful. Your emotions are just carrying you away. That's not the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord's Spirit leads you in, in a way that's uh, comfortable to humanity. He gave, he gave us purpose. And we, we should be able to uh, move in that peace that surpasses all understanding in Christ Jesus. We need to reconnect with God. Can you find time to really reconnect with God? To be able to just sit quietly somewhere and just be with Him or, and without the phone? without the, all the distractions, to just find some peaceful... Do you, do you know how good that is for your soul, for your emotions, to be able to do that? To reconnect with your bride? To reconnect with your friends? Your inner circle? Family? Or do you only get rest when you're sick? Thank God I'm sick. Oh, God. I'm going to lay in bed all day, honey. I don't even talk because I'm sick, you know. It's like, really? Is, is that the way you get rest? you got to be put down in order to get rest? You're only, you only slow down when, you, when you're forced. 
The psalmist says that he makes me lie down in green pastures. Does he have to make you lie down? I'm finding myself lying down a lot now. You know, I have more margin than I ever thought I would ever have in my entire life. But I plan for this margin. This margin, I said to my wife, I got a plan for retirement. And my wife is an administrator. She's very, very administrative. What's your plan? I said, nothing. It's, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do nothing. Now, she's the Energizer Bunny. She just retired. She's losing her mind. My wife's losing her mind. With, with, uh, we got to do something. I'm bored stiff. And I tell her, I'm working my plan. I'm okay. I'm doing nothing. I'm doing nothing. And she can't believe, how can you do nothing? Matter of fact, I don't think of nothing. <laughs> and I'm comfortable with it. You need the three same yes to important things and learn to say no to good things. We have in our hands a juggling of time and people, events, this and that, and we're juggling all these experiences. Some of the experiences are rubber balls. And you got them going, and they drop. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. No problem. I could get it later. And you keep juggling. But the Lord puts into your hand some crystal balls with the rubber. Don't mix up the crystal with the rubber. Don't drop the crystal. Don't drop the kids, the family, the love, your friendships. Time for you. You, time for you. Time to just do nothing. Is that a problem for you? No. Not a problem. I've done it. At this stage of my life, I, I've lived like five lives. But you want to be able to see, you got to... There's so many people that have the, the, all, they're juggling and they're dropping crystal balls. You know, I tell my kids this, please keep those crystal balls in the air. I know you're in church life and you're pastoring and, and growing church and all this stuff. But it, it's not, it's, it's, about your, it, it's about caring for people and those in your circle who you call family, friends. I look back now, I, I wish I had that at 50, more of a concentrated effort of, of making sure I, I spent it. Because you, you know what? I, I want to do things now, but I can't. I, I don't have the energy. I, I just don't. Have, and it frustrates me so much because I look good. <laughs> yeah. But good competes with important. Good is the enemy of great. I'm going to do this. This is good. I'm going to go this, that, and this. And you forget that you can't continue to go at this pace. You have no room in, 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 the, in, the, in the margin. And stress builds irritability. 
I, I, would, I spoke to a, a senior group not too long ago. Uh, and uh, I shared with them in, in reference to, you know, for, for those of you that are seniors, God bless you. You have something to give in the church that's so valuable, like Jesus speaks about it throughout his, uh, the scriptures, about old men speaking to young men. Older women speaking to younger women. I find such a lack in the church in that area. People with wisdom and on this great, great, they're just too irritable. They're just too irritable to speak words of encouragement to the younger generation. It's like God is asking you to be an intercessor. You're a prayer warrior as you get older because the Lord entrusts you with things that you can see that the younger generation can't see. But it's, it's like parenting. You want to say something to them and you want to get it right. You don't do, you're doing it wrong and, and you become an irritable, finger-pointing old person. <laughs> Rather than being an encouragement putting courage in them, believing for them. When the Lord shows you the weakness, He's not showing it to you to become critical. I'm telling you, you've got to be, get your life straight here to this. He's telling you, older folks, to become intercessors, to pray, pray for them. And if opportunity comes, a word of encouragement. You senior women, write those little cards that you do so beautifully. Hand it to a couple of young people, young married couples. Say, I see a spark in you of love. I see how you love one another on a Sunday and it blesses me. You know, to be, be an encouragement rather than allowing what the Lord shows you in the younger generation to be an irritability. And uh, believe me, you'll, you'll not be a happy parent or grandparent if you don't learn this lesson. Because you're going to see your kids. I'm a, I'm a pastor for 40 years. I'm sitting in the second row right behind my son-in-law and my daughter. And my wife and I sit there. And they're, 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 they're doing church, you know. And I said, okay. That's, oh, you want to do that? Okay. You don't see what's coming with that. You know, uh, be, be, just... I, I want to, you want to say something, but it's like, shut to your mouth. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. The Lord goes, <laughs> it's terrible. <clears throat> but we run with, with, with no margin. We, there's no, no room. We, irritability. Uh, when, you, you, when you live without margin, you suffer. Uh, RSVP, respond shaped by valuable priorities. Before you respond, what's my priority? Where's my priority? How do I hold on to this precious time? Oh, it's just time. Yeah, it's precious time. And fourth, is, is the pace of which you're living driven by pressure or priorities? Matthew chapter 11 Is anybody awake out there today? 
You are. Okay. Okay, I got you. <laughs> so good to be here. Matthew 11. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my load is light. What he accomplished in three years is living on for generations. He accomplished everything his father had him in mind. And he, he never was stressed out. He, he had a balanced life. And, and we need to have that in, in us. We need to slow down. When you have constant movement, no margin, you're going to run out of space. There was a song that, gosh, it was, it was way back. It might have been during the time that I was here by Chuck Gerard. And it, it, it always stayed with me. Uh, and it went something like this. It, Slow down, slow down, be still and wait, be still and wait on the Spirit of the Lord. Slow down and hear His voice and know that He is God. Father, slow us down. Let us be able to move according to Your divine Spirit. Lord, it's not helter-skelter for those that are blood-washed. We walk according to a divine purpose, with divine priorities, with order in our lives that keep us on the straight and narrow. Let us not lose ourselves in emotions and be overwhelmed by others and what their expectations let no one's unworthy action cause us to act in an unworthy fashion. Cause us to stay content in you, filled with peace with you. Even during the times when that are difficult, that are challenging, when those that have to work the two jobs and the difficult, difficult times, I pray, God, give them divine order that they might be able to walk upright, showing examples to their children. Help them, I pray, in every way, be examples. For it's not what we say, it's who we are that they catch. Help us to show love 
as you loved, forgiveness as you forgave. Give us the opportunity to, to walk upright each and every day. For the generations are watching us. And surely as the aches and the pains come back in the old age, so too will those things which we've planted that are not of you. For Lord, you are faithful to sow good seed. Sow that seed within our hearts that we might see the, uh, come to fruition the generations. Even if I'm not here, Lord, I pray for my grandkids, kids and their kids. I pray for many as far off that you would be as faithful even as you've been in this house over the years to this people and even to my family. I thank you, Almighty God. And I pray a blessing upon this people today. I pray that they would live with margin, that they would have extra space to be able to smile and live lives that are filled with joy. So I pray a blessing upon them. And I ask all of this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you.